heard that. That means you're hearing the soothing sounds of my new hobby. I bought myself a winter holiday present in the form of a ukulele. Uh, because now that I've graduated, I'm in this learning frenzy. Like, I want to learn everything. I'm learning German, which I have been for quite a while, but I'm taking it more seriously now. I'm learning Latin. I am trying to write a book. I'm trying to be more proactive about learning about natural science and math because I've always struggled with that. And I've only really ever played two instruments in my life, and I haven't picked them up recently, so I thought, I'm going to buy a ukulele and work my way through the string instruments and just see where it goes. Obviously, I'm not very good at it yet, but I've been practicing every day for the past four days, and I'm getting better. So, if you haven't guessed yet, today's topic of prayer and preaching is Apollo, the Greek god of music, poetry, the arts, oracles, prophecy, truth, knowledge, archery, uh, herds and flocks, diseases, medicine, light, the sun, and the protector of the young. Uh, I figured since it's still cold and it sucks outside, maybe another sun sermon would be helpful in kind of manifesting the nice weather. But also, I bought a ukulele, and I'm I'm trying so hard to learn and be better about learning, and I wanted to take the time today to offer up my thanks to Apollo. So let me set the scene for you. I'm sitting in my podcast room in my basement. It's cold, so I have myself a blanket. I have a cup of chamomile tea that I scalded the absolute shit out of because I uh, didn't realize how close the water was to boiling before I put my tea in. Um, I'm burning some frankincense. Incense. It's a cone. It's really cozy. Um, I read that one of Apollo's offerings can be frankincense. He probably prefers Lily of the Valley, but the frankincense is going pretty strong now, so I'm going to go ahead and take that as a good sign. It's um, deceptively sunny outside. It feels much colder than it looks. So you and I are going to tuck in for the next 20 to 30 minutes. And we're going to offer up some praise to the god of everything. Apollo's like Hermes. He's um, really a lot of a catch-all god from what I understand. I haven't done a lot of working with him in the past, but just looking at my list of things that he is kind of the head bitch in charge of, I'm wondering if um, because he is the god of music, that means he is also, or he was at the time, the god of the muses, which that's my cat. (laughs) Um, Obviously, like the muses were different deities in charge of different kinds of knowledge, but also... I just learned this in my medieval experience class. Uh, the muses, when taught in school, were, were nine different subjects. So I think that's why um, being the god of music also translates to also being the god of like medicine and theater and knowledge in general, just because of that 
understanding of what music is. Music classes in the Middle Ages included things like poetry and history and medicine. Sometimes, mostly non-medicine, that was its own thing. But here we go, it's Apollo. So as usual, I'm going to read you a couple of things that I found and then we're just gonna talk about it. So I get my uh, text that I read from vocal.com. They're really great and they have a lot of easy to consume information on different gods, like what kind of their gist is as well as what offerings they take, different explanations of prayers. So here we're going to first go over the invocation of Apollo as we begin this sermon. And the invocation goes, Phoebus Apollo, radiant and shining archer, Pythian Apollo, lord of Delphi and oracles, Delian Apollo, lord of the island of Delos, Delphinius, averter of evil, rescuer, protector of strangers, divine healer, far shooter, beautiful, terrible god of truth and light, I ask for your presence. I call to you to be here in this evening and witness this rite. Golden son of Zeus and Leto, beautiful brother of Artemis, lord of the Hyperboreans and most pious averter of plagues, giver of foresight, I ask for your blessing of purity, your shining inspiration, and your unparalleled song. Apollo, brilliant one of far sight and beautiful voice, wine and honey I pour to you. I obviously don't have any wine or honey here, but I'm going to go ahead and offer up my figurative wine and honey and thanks to Apollo. And the second text is the prayer for inspiration, which goes, I call to you, bright Apollo, son of Zeus and gentle-natured Leto, God whose many gifts have enriched our lives, skillful maker of music, crafter of words whose poetic might brings wonder to the worlds of men, shining Apollo, master of the muses, inspiration and art and song are yours to give. I pray to you, O Phoebus, touch my soul with beauty, touch my heart with light, Grant me the vision to transcend the self. Grant me the spirit to share what I see. So today's episode is really going out to my fellow creative people, especially my fellow burnout creative people. I, before I came to college, I was so active in the arts. Like, I was first chair clarinet, I got the John Philip Sousa Award, I sang in large choir, but also in a select women's choir, and I had a pop choir, and I took my art classes really seriously. I loved silversmithing and design, and I was always going to different forensic meets in my school, and I loved it. But then I came to college, and 
for those of you that don't know, college sucks the soul out of you no matter what you study because there's just no time to keep up with everything that you loved. And even if there is time, you'd rather be napping or eating or doing anything else. So now that I've graduated, I'm finding myself wanting to get back into everything that I did beforehand, but not knowing how. Like, I've been out of actually, like, you know, technically sound singing for so long that now when I try to sing anything really above, like, an A on the scale, it's just really a controlled squeak. So that's no good. And I I couldn't tell you how to play most things on the clarinet. So now as I'm finding myself kind of flopping and floundering, looking for a way to be more creative and dredge up those artistic memories from like the bowels of my personal memories. I am really leaning on Apollo, which I never thought I would. I've I've never felt called to Apollo, but I feel like I need a swift kick in the ass and I need to be inspired to be more creative. As Henry Matisse says, creativity takes courage. And you know, I know Apollo isn't going to help me if I don't help myself. Nobody is going to help me if I don't help myself. And as it is so easy for me to sit and dissociate and watch TikToks for seven hours, it's going to be the harder and more righteous thing to unplug and distance and make my time something productive uh, where I feel like I am using my brain and I'm flexing those muscles so I don't lose them. Like, I feel like I've lost so many. I hope, especially since we have been in quarantine for so long, that you have taken some time to fall back on the hobby that you really love. Like at the beginning of this quarantine, I was all about knitting. Oh, I love to knit. And then school got way more intense. I didn't get to knit. So now that's on my list. But along with knitting, as I find myself having even more idle time, I'm picking up all of these new hobbies so I can learn more about the world around me and I can feel like I'm having a richer experience of being alive, even when I'm in situations that I don't like or I'm in a place in my life where change is slow and I'm impatient, I can still be excited to do something. Um, And especially as Apollo is not just the god of music and poetry and the arts, but he is the god of oracles and prophecy and truth and knowledge. So this podcast is also really going out to all of my fellow witches who have tarot decks and pendulums and oracle decks and scrying mirrors that are all just collecting dust. Like, I know you do it. Apollo knows you do it. 
I know I do it. It's so hard to be in the in the right headspace sometimes to want to use the tools and the knowledge you have. But the only way you're going to gain more knowledge from those tools is to use them. Obviously, you know that. So as much as this is a reminder to my listeners, this is also a reminder to me that a way to serve Apollo and to kind of have that working relationship with him is to just honor him by building on the knowledge you know for yourself and I genuinely believe that that will be rewarded with more inspiration, more creativity, more intuition, and just a better understanding of the creative and beautiful side of life in the world that we live in now. So I would like to go ahead now and hear a quick word from our sponsor. Ralph Walder Emerson says, every artist was first an amateur. So I know there's probably somebody listening now who's saying, well, I have never played an instrument. I don't draw. I don't have a creative hobby. And that's okay. I I don't mean to alienate you by feeling really chummy with my fellow creative people. But there's no time like the present to pick something up. And not just because it would be a helpful way for you to begin the foundations for that working relationship with the gods, but also because that's just going to make you a better person. There's so many benefits to drawing and building things and being creative and being imaginative. So I encourage you to go out and and grasp those benefits because they're available to you and they're one of the most beautiful points in life. And hopefully now you're not being forced to go to work. You have time, at least a little bit more time than you had beforehand to kind of learn more about who you are as a creative person. Everybody has it within them to create something and leave something behind as their legacy. And if you're struggling, if you don't know where to begin with that, all you have to do is reach out to Apollo and also start a thing, whatever it is, but you have to work at it. My last quote today is, from Vladimir Horowitz, and he says, the difference between ordinary and extraordinary is practice. I don't know about you, but I have a nasty habit of getting um, really impulsive and worked up about starting something, and then the second that I'm not great at it, then I put it away immediately, and I never get to a point where I can feel good. So that's why I've bought myself a planner. I have the days marked out of when I'm going to do what activity, when I'm going to learn what skill. So I really, I have no excuse. I've made the time and now I have to do it. 
instead of doing the easy thing of just scrolling or spacing out like I want to do, even if it's just like five minutes of doing something creative and using my brain and my own imagination and my own intuition especially, then that's something I can feel proud of. And I want you, and I I have a sneaking suspicion that Apollo wants you to start where you are and feel proud that you've done anything. Like anything, obviously, is more than nothing. Five minutes sketching in a notebook that you don't care about could end up being more beneficial to your well-being and your understanding of the world around you than, you know, five or ten or, if you're me, three hours of watching Hulu. So that's just something to think about as we go into this next week. What can you do with your time? Not to push yourself and not to do things that you don't want to for the sake of doing something, but what can you find to either get back into or or learn something new so that you can start discovering more about yourself and what you believe in and what your values are? Because like I said last episode, everything is about learning. You know, I don't I didn't buy my ukulele just play the ukulele it's so I can have the next step into learning more instruments and then being able to play those instruments is going to give me a better idea of what I value and like even if it's just what kind of music I value then I know more about myself so I want you now to go out and take the time to bake something or draw something or get out your tarot cards and ask a question even if you're scared of them and they bully you it's worth doing and lean on Apollo in the same way that there is a great well of comfort and goddess there is a great well of inspiration in Apollo that is available if you only ask for it So let me know what you're doing, how you're being creative, um, what you liked about this, what you didn't. Um, I'm thinking about putting together a little chart of like historical pagan holidays uh, because I know most pagans are sitting in the revivalist reconstructionist zone and I want there to be some semblance of order in the way my podcasts are scheduled so let me know what you think of that who you think I should do next you can always email me at ethne.aon at yahoo.com that's e-t-h-n-e period e-a-n at yahoo.com or my dms are open and you can follow me on twitter and that is at pagan preaching. So thanks for tuning in to episode three. I am Ethna Aeon and I will see you next Sunday.